Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Now, uh, we reflected, didn't we? Yes, on an interesting weekend's football yeah, and yeah. various other stuff. Uh, the Russian Frank Sinatra, he got a mention. He sadly passed away, he but did, uh, yeah. you, you got a bit puntastic on that, the I listeners. Did. And um, Motti had a very good story from his... Uh, trip to Watford. Trip to Watford. Yeah, oh yeah. Why, well, yeah. So you're here. Showbiz. A bit of, of name-dropping from him there. But and uh, what else? Oh, yeah, really nice chat to the manager that gave Paul Scholes mm. the chance to come out of retirement, possibly for one day only. But from what he says, who knows, he may be back. So here it all is. <laughs> And of course, because we spend a lot of time in Russia in the summer, yeah. I've become sort of quite interested in Russian news. And uh, yeah, really? I don't know if you saw this, but Joseph Kobzon, the uh, hasn't got a cob on. Yeah. Joseph Kobzon, <laughs> the uh, pro Kremlin MP and singer, known as the Russian Sinatra, wow. has died at the age of eighty. And of course, his biggest hit was a song dedicated to uh, Putin. I did it his way. Okay, it was a good song. You <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, I thought I thought about doing it my way, but then I thought better of it. That's the, so whole, that's that's the, the bit in brackets. And when we so were wait, in, have you got yeah. any other? What you're looking for Russian Sinatra songs? There, <laughs> we right? could do if you want. <laughs> I never knew this fella. I never knew of no, his I work. I've never heard of him either. I mean, I'm not really interested. I just did it for that gap. Oh, okay. Yeah. For, well, well, I just set it up for some sort of concern. What a lovely tribute there to a man who's <laughs> recently left us. Not particularly interested myself. <laughs> just used him as a setup and sort of throwaway gag. That's the way it Great. works. Nobody's family are listening. They are big fans, actually. Apparently, yeah. Of course, they love. They love. Don't ask me. They'll love it today if you don't get five. Out of five, you know my theory would have wanted about hitting the towel. I've, I've got the, I've, you know, because if you hang a towel up in the goal mouth, the goalkeeper yeah. gives the player something to aim at. Exactly yeah. right, and so I always think that it should be leave it by the side or mm. just don't put it in the goal at all. And Glenn Murray hit the towel on, on the penalty with Bettinelli's black towel. It was such a great thing for him to aim at. Oh. You know, but I, I don't suppose forwards think of it. But subconsciously, the goalkeepers often leave it in a place where, oh, that'd be a perfect place to put it. Petanelli's Black Town, <laughs> latest edition, <laughs> interview with Glenn Murray. That was a good game, actually. Yeah, yeah it was, wasn't it? Was exciting, it? yeah. And uh, our game was uh, was quite... I was quite impressed with Bournemouth, actually. I haven't even got to ask you about Spurs in a sec. Mm. But I, I was impressed with Bournemouth. I mean, they were unlucky. They, you know, they, they could easily have scored before Chelsea did and uh, very well drilled and, and defended well. He's mm. a good coach, Eddie Howe. He really... He'd sort of thought about it a lot about how to play Chelsea and how to make it difficult. And so they frustrated you know, him for a while, didn't they? They did, you know. And you need and you need a bit of luck, like Spurs first goal when you your teams are sitting back. You need a bit of luck. Yeah, but the idea, ideally, then you, you go make, on and make, make the most goal. of it. Yeah, no. you, make, you make the most of it, which they didn't. I've just got one little. I mean, it's hard to have an original thought, of course. Nearly twenty-four hours on, but something that struck me, and, and Martin Tyler alluded to it in the commentary. I mean, it was quite unpotch-like on Friday in his press conference. Oh, I thought it was a good bit of commentary, though. I know it what was, you were say. but it was quite mm. unlike him 
to say we were rubbish in the first half. It wasn't good enough. And then Martin said in his commentary, he could have said, well done, lads. But in light of what he said after the game yesterday, I think he noticed something in training that he didn't like the look of. He noticed a few metaphorical cigars on with some of those players. Yeah, I think so. And I think he thought, I'm not having that. He mm. thought, they all, you know, there's a difference between enjoying the training because you've had a good win and having a cigar on. And he must have noticed in a few of them and players and he probably wouldn't have expected. Slightly yes, they played well against United, especially in the second yeah. half. But they were but, slight. Oh, you knew what he meant. As a tactic, it was unlike him. So <clears> all <throat> I'm thinking is that he noticed something that he didn't like the look of in training last week and tried to nip it in the bud. But there was a, you know, they, they thought, well, if we can't play through and we'll play around them. And neither of that worked. And, and they were really well set up, Watford. They're going to be hard to beat, I think. Yeah, Watford are good. Very I mean, people have said, I said to, to our big Watford supporting uh, football editor last week, could you be the new Leicester? And now other people are saying, could they be Leicester? But I don't no, think they will. No, be. they won't be. They certainly could do what Burnley did last yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. High up the table. I must say, I love Elton John, though, at football. He's such a proper fan. He went so mad, didn't he? He was brilliant. Yeah. And uh, Martin Tyler, when he scored. Great line, wasn't it? Troy Dini, when he said, Troy of the Hornets. But I was thinking, what a shame he doesn't play for Blackburn. Blackburn. Yeah, Blackburn, Blackburn. Yeah, Blackburn, we, he didn't well, need to say there. Yeah, that's yeah, right. You know well, Martin's top line, wasn't it? He yeah. can tell everybody this is his stand. That was yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was on form. Anyway, yeah, I, I may be wider the mark, but that was my uh, reading of why the manager got stuck in. But fair play to Watford. They they deserved it it's, on the day. And we just had a bad... Sometimes, you know, but the fallout, it's like... Well, Monday, we all could we win the title? I never said we would. I said to you on Tuesday, I don't we got enough to do that? No, I didn't. And then, so. oh, aren't Tottenham rubbish? No, so it's, it's just the it's, complete it's, overreaction. It's the I'll tell you what is swing, interesting about the Premier League. That you saw yesterday, we were talking about this with Andy Brassel. Barcelona beat that team that's just come up 8 2. And we were sitting there watching this game. I said to my son, God, this league is hard, isn't it? Yeah. It's not one game that's easy. Bournemouth are making it so difficult. They're defending so well. You know, that's it. Yeah. That's a, that is the and difference. this is a team that have been doing quite well in the first three games yeah. of the season. Huesca. Huesca. Yeah. yeah. Be good for the Spanish Morgan and Wise. <laughs> the team that came up and lost. Anyway. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Now, um, I'm going to run this past you now. It's a little yeah. cool subject. We'd like to hear from you this afternoon. Um, I may pronounce this wrong, um, because, but I'm, I'm going on that old sort of Spanish Catalan. Is he? He's, uh, he's Juan Luque. I'm going. It's J O A N. They they call them Juans, do they? Or Jones? Or well, he's yeah. not. He's not a. He's not a Juan. Is no, he? He's a. He's a, he's a Juan. Joan. Is he? He's not John. <laughs> John. Uh, John Luque. I don't. Anyway, we'll go with that. Yeah, Lincoln fans can put me right because he plays yeah. for them. Uh, he yeah. was once in an advert with uh, Lionel Messi. He was at um, the. Uh, the, the what you call it the academy with yeah. Bar uh, at Barcelona mm. and was once in a shampoo advert uh, as a footballer with Lionel Messi and I'm thinking oh, that's great he said it's on YouTube so I thought mm. I'd go and check it out you see you Did see Lionel Messi have a bit of dandruff Lionel <laughs> yeah, I think he might have done yeah you see Messi turn away from a defender yeah. he says well the defender's legs that was me. Ah. So he's not, you don't see, all you see is his legs. So we've got <laughs> no a, proof. What I mean, a fantastic we, claim to fame we, there. We, we trust Joan. him. And we just wondered if you've ever had a very small, maybe one of your extremities, a bit like that, a cameo, maybe it's a leg or an arm, a hand, in whatever it was in. Because the, the least enviable one you want these days is whenever there's a story about obesity, the, the, in, an increase in the level of obesity in this country, they go around a sort of shopping centre somewhere in the mm. UK and they take pictures of, yeah. of, of no, people's bellies. You have bellies. to ask people. Well, no, no, oh, because no, you don't see their faces. you face. never see their faces. I'm always thinking they don't edit it properly and they're going to pan up and see some bloke there <laughs> eating a pie. 
I've been just, in one of those. Have you, that's <laughs> yeah, right. They my, just, my stomach. But it would be that terrible <laughs> moment where you think, oh, that looks a little bit like our, our branch of uh, whatever, mm. the O2 shop. And then you see someone who wears the same top as you. And you've got a big derby hanging mm. over your yeah, kicks. You think, oh, a massive bum. They always do that sort of thing, don't mm. they? So that's the least enviable thing. You want to have a part of your body. What a great job to go out and shoot those. <laughs> yeah. Could you, you go and just get us, just go down the arm down, get us 12 bums, five bellies, that'll be fine. Obviously, no face, don't want any faces uh, if, if you can help it. So do some cankles and all. Give us a couple of cankles. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, we should move on to Watford Spurs, A, because it involves Paul, of course, and yeah. you were there. I was there. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, come on, name drops keep falling on your head. I shouldn't, I shouldn't name <laughs> So, who did drop. you have lunch with? John? Well, it was Watford, wasn't it? So, yeah. I had lunch with the president, Sir Elton John. Oh, and slip that in there. And, yeah, well, well, you asked me. So you, <laughs> no, no, we're teasing you. <laughs> you are teasing me. I'll tell you something about Sir Elton, hmm. which I didn't know before. I mean, I knew he was Watford crazy and all the rest of it, and the build, built it up with Graham Taylor. And, but his football knowledge throughout the Premier League staggered me. Wow. Every player that came up in conversation, every team, he knew the transfers. I started to think, do you do, you do anything else apart from this? Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, really. He's I mean, similar it, notes to so you, he knows, commentary he notes. He knows all his... He knows, he, you would have you 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 been, been amazed. Wow, honestly. that's amazing. Now, what did I say right at the start of the show? I said, I, I love him at football. You can tell he's a proper fan. You can absolutely see yeah. the way he celebrates, and you can always tell the difference. And yeah, he had his two boys with yeah, him. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he they're, they're, li- they're lively lads as well, young two young kids. Um, and uh, it, it, it was just a jolly good afternoon for Watford because who would have thought Watford would have been up there with yeah. four wins? Um, and and th- there's some promise there as well. It's not just coincidence or who they've played. I mean, they're they're a, they know they're all about themselves now, though, because Deeney's having a good start to the season, and they were deserved winners actually. They're, you all know, though, this is the yeah. third good start they've made in the last. Well, I know two or three years. So yeah, yeah, yeah we, we've, we've got, got to be, see. We've got to be a little bit cautious. Manchester mm. United next for Watford in yeah, two yeah. weeks' time, so that will tell us something a little bit more about those two clubs. I think. Elton John there, occasional uh, lunch partner. John Motson is with us in the <laughs> studio today. Um, Motty's on his new album. Yeah, that's right. He might ask you, in the, <laughs> ask you to sing. Have you, have you, ever, have you ever been on an album, John? Have you ever sort of sung no, with a band? No, no, what he did ask me to, was he's gone off to an American tour now and his two little boys, who have both got their Watford shirts yeah, on, yeah. they're going to be there at the Man United game and I almost got co-opted into looking after them. Well, I, <laughs> Uncle John. I, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> 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 the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now we're going to talk to a gaffer mm. uh, because one of the big stories uh, this weekend was the return from uh, retirement of Paul Scholes who uh, turned out for uh, Royton Town at Stockport Georgians. And the man that tempted him out of retirement, which I'm quite a lot of uh, other coaches probably tried to do over the years and failed, uh, was Mark Howard, the Royton Town manager. Hi, Mark. Hi guys, you okay? Yeah, good, thank you. Well, this is quite a coup, wasn't it, for you for, to to persuade uh, Paul Scholes to play again? Yeah, yeah, it was actually. To be fair, yeah, um, I wish I hadn't bothered after seeing the white boots he turned up in. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a real thrill for everybody involved, really, his teammates and the opposition. Oh God, yeah, every, everyone got a buzz from it, you know. And why wouldn't you? You know, he's he's a legend. He's, a, he's an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, 
top bloke, top top fella, uh, and he, he just he just wanted to help out, and you know, and if he can if he can help out in any way, he normally does with us. You were uh, fantastic. Is he, I know he trains with you now and again, doesn't he? Isn't his yeah, lad? He at, your, his lad's at your yeah. club, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Aaron plays for us. Aaron, Aaron's one of our centre forwards. Yeah. Mm. And so, um, you, how did it go though? The game. Um, we, we was uh, we were fantastic. To be fair. Uh, we got beat. We ended up getting beat one 0 To be quite honest, but it was uh, it, look the, the game. It, it could have gone either way, um, but one goal nicked it to them. They, I think, they deserved it. To be fair, we we was poor, like I say, even even with Paul knocking him out in the middle of the park. Is he, is he uh, registered as a player for you then? Yeah, yeah. of course he is. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you couldn't that? put him in as a ring. I think well, people I might know. Yeah, you might recognise a little ginger <laughs> kid there. He looks good. he looks decent. He, he could still I've been as Dave Smith. Uh, that's not Dave Smith, mate. <laughs> yeah, you could have avoid. I, I, M- I was M- just Mouse. wondering whether Jose Mourinho was standing on the sideline, being very critical about the way he was playing, <laughs> just to yeah. return the compliment. Yeah, that's uh, right. possibly. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually uh, I spoke to Paul yesterday. It was actually Paul's 500th league appearance. Wow! Oh, really? Now, yeah, right in Sound Football Club. There's one little bit of footage of him going in for a tackle, and it looks like vintage yeah. skulls. Looks a bit, looks a bit too not dangerous. <laughs> like, they never were dangerous. They were always just a bit clumsy. And a man who was brilliant at every other aspect of the game, it was always a shock when you used to see him tackle, wasn't it? No, it's a dirty little sod. That's that's the <laughs> bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the top. No, it, it was great. Let's see, it was fantastic. Everyone got a buzz from it, and you know, even after the game, Paul was there with all the kids, and he was having the pictures took with him. He signed everything that anybody asked him to sign, and it's, it's just the sort of guy that he is, isn't it? You know, you guys probably know him personally as well, and he's fantastic. He's a top low. So no, we don't, but he, he does come. He's across always come across that top, way. But... Yeah, I mean, you often, you often. It's interesting that he's great that he's registered. He said he's willing to help out because you always sort of felt that he didn't have maybe that sort of personality that would just want to sort of come and do something like this after so many years in the game. So it's really kind of good of him just to to sort of mix in like this and get involved. Look, Paul, Paul helps out when, whenever he can. You know, he's he's always doing doing little bits for us, whether it's buying us a dozen training balls or. Hmm. Anything, rocking up at like presentation nights, and just he just does anything. When we do a charity event, like we, we was involved with Simon Cooper and um, I like Clayton Palm, we arranged the Manchester football for the for the bomb victims, yeah, the yeah. twenty four hour festival of football. And soon, soon as we mentioned it to Paul, in straight away. Same, same with Anthony Anthony Crawler. You know, they're just top lads, top local lads. Yeah, it's a great, it's great to hear that. So, was he a bit of a scout for the Stockport team? Did anybody mm. have a bit of a pop at him, or was that was it all pretty uh, kind of good humoured during the game? No, everything was great. It's it, like it's a good standard of football, the Manchester Premier League. Mm. Um, there's no, there's not really any bad teams at that level, uh, and everyone just wants to play football. And I think they understood that. You know, Paul, Paul went there just for a novelty. He was, he was there to play, play 90 yeah. minutes. Sure, wow, right. good work. And did he ping a little sort of little trademark? Oh, God, yeah, pass? yeah, yeah. He had, a few, he had a few were still in his locker. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you'd never lose that. It doesn't matter if yeah. the, even if your legs go at 43, no, you, you can still you ne- ping it. You never lose that, do you? Wouldn't think. No, it's amazing. He's, he's, still, he's still got it in his locker. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you, you forget. I mean, we know how great he was, but 66 England caps, 11 Premier League titles, which is ridiculous, yeah. and two Champions League winner, winners' medals. It, it's some record. And then he turns out for the mighty right in town. Well, yeah, perfect. That's right. that, that, <laughs> perfect. Just shows, that just shows the level of the man. You know, he's, he's no, he's not up himself. He's, he's just, he's just a down to earth bloke. He loves the game. He loves the sport. He loves football. And and if he can still have a kick about, he will do.
Do you, do you rule out finally Matt uh, and playing with you again, Mark? Do you think he might play oh, with you again? Oh, no, he'll be, he'll be drafted. As long as he's at training Thursday, he'll be drafted back in. <laughs> That's right. He's got to pay his subs as well. You get about your life, guys. He paid his fiver. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's basically what a great story. Che- cheers, Mark. All the best. Good to talk to you. You're welcome. Cheers, good, guys. Good stuff. For the chat. Mark cheers, Howard there, the manager right in town that coaxed Paul Skulls out of retirement. Great story. The weekend. It is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it looks like he did look from the footage I saw. He was enjoying it, but... Uh, He's still in good nick for 43, isn't he, really? Oh, yeah. Hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, the producer uh, made me laugh there. Just showed me. Blimey. Uh, he's he's a very funny bloke. Seven just, minutes past three, Monday, the, uh, <laughs> make a note of it, nurse. Yeah, that's it. He just sent me, just showed me a list of words that you can't use on British radio. Oh, wow. So I thought I might just read them all out and that'd be it. Bye. <laughs> I, I've seen that list. There's some surprising ones some, on there. I'm not there? even going to go there. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about this? There, there was, there was what we used to call in the trade many years ago, and they're few and far between these days although with social media it's surprising how many players it would seem uh, get involved in the old kiss and tell mm. now uh, this involved this was an exclusive in the sun well done Matt Wilkinson um, and it's alleged that uh, Benicophobia of, uh, of uh, Bournemouth uh, smuggled uh, and it says inverted commas a real life sex doll into his hotel room <laughs> For a tryst. <laughs> really? Uh, Cindy Moore, her name is. She spent £10,000 turning herself into the aforementioned, oh. apparently, and uh, posted some raunchy photographs on Instagram. Uh, now, uh, apparently, uh, they, they claim that uh, young Bennett was quite uh, taken by this and uh, invited to the hotel room, mm. where, in fact, they uh, watched Netflix on a laptop on his bed and shared a bottle of red wine, which uh, which is uh, rather Am I nice. allowed to say Gordon Bennick? I, th- I think you probably can. <laughs> okay. Uh, and apparently uh, she popped back at a, a later date 
um, and uh, to entice her. He sent a video of himself singing and dancing. <laughs> she should have said, it's a no from me, I'm afraid. You're not coming You're not coming to London. But apparently it's odd, isn't it? He's thinking, she's not answering. The, I'll do a little bit of a song and a dance. And the, Well, apparently it worked. It worked. Oh. She turned up wearing an Adidas tracksuit and a push-up bra, which I know is a, a look that you favour, Andy, <laughs> I do, yeah. quite often uh, when you're out for an evening. He was acting sweet, apparently, she said. And I ended up leaving... At 2 a.m., at which point uh, she left at 2 a.m. and he handed her as a gift, as a memento of their time together, a Bournemouth club water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you old romantic, Bennett. Fantastic. (laughs) But all I'm guessing is he takes a kind of small selection of goods from the Bournemouth club shop with him wherever he goes. And so she left at 2 o'clock. And uh, she said, well, I quite like the new Awake It. And he said, well, based on that, anything from the bottom shelf, you can have the plastic water bottle. So, um, yeah, apparently, and she's she's not happy with him now, apparently, she says. Um, and she, if you want to see more of her, she appeared in Channel 5's reality show, 100% Hotter. And I don't, oh, I don't, I don't no, remember I that making that the BAFTA shortlist, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see but I'm one. sure it was very good. Talk so about nothing, Bennett has said nothing about this. Well, of course, do, really. we take this story at face value, but uh, club water bottle, classy. I would imagine if he's gone in today, yeah. there'll be a few club water bottles <laughs> in his little corner of the changing room <laughs> oh, at yeah. training. You imagine uh, the other lads. I'm doing well for the Bournemouth boys. I've told them to start calling Charlie Daniels Stormy. Yeah. I hope they're listening this often. This is this is all gold, boys. All, few club what it's your worth. Supplier it. of banters. I do, classic. I'm doing classic team. banter. All the Bournemouth players. Yeah. Now you mentioned a tracksuit there, and uh, <laughs> nice link. Well, it was. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Madonna photographed with her her son David. David, Bander. yeah, he plays for, uh, plays for Benfica, Benfica, doesn't he? Yeah. She dressed. It's his thirteenth birthday. Yeah. And she dressed him in head to toe Gucci in this Gucci tracksuit. Oh wow! Now the reason I know, I know something about this tracksuit because when we were in Edinburgh this year, oh yeah, one of the things we always like to do, my mate and I, is to go into Harvey Nichols Menswear Department because yeah. they have some very very good stuff. But we noticed, and I took photos of it because I was amazed, two Gucci tracksuits, one of which was this one. Oh, yeah. It's like nearly 1,600 quid. Wow, we. I know. And I'm going, <laughs> we were thinking, we were trying to imagine who it would be good to buy, if we had the lottery, who it would be good to buy for, for a joke. I mean, cause, I mean, it's a sort of joke outfit. But it is, it's all right for him. But imagine spending that. I know she's got a fortune, but that's a lot of money to spend on a 13-year-old kid. Yeah. Like 1,600 quid on a tracksuit. She's, she's, honestly, I don't want to break this to you, but she's, she's worth a few quid. <laughs> she's had number one hits for about 30 years. <laughs> I know she's worth yeah, a fortune. She can but, afford it. Yes, but it doesn't mean you should necessarily do it, does it really? But it's up to her. When Elton bought those two shirts for his boys yesterday, does he get a club shop dizzy? I would imagine he does. does. He'd probably give him 10%. I like the way he was dressed yesterday, Elton, as well. I thought he he looks suitably boardroom, but still sort of exotic. Suitably boardroom could be a new show for you, Andy. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's wearing a nice jacket and white shirt and tie. But it was sort of still sort of quite pop story. So there you, you brought go. sad news on uh, early on, Andy, mm. of um, of uh, the sad passing of the Russian, the Russian Sinatra, singer, the Russian Sinatra, Joseph Kobzon. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't got a Kobzon. He hasn't got a Kobzon. Um, and and uh, I did have, actually. I've seen my own notes. Here. I had, what about Putin on the Ritz? Putin at <laughs> West. Well, not a Sinatra song. <laughs> no, so I'm afraid you're. you're I did banned. it. I did it his way. Was better. You're, That's why. I did yeah, that was your best one. Yeah. Um, Roger Clifford thought uh, my funny Vladentine uh, would make it in there. <laughs> yeah. Also, race me to the moon, said Roger. These are all good uh, songs. Yeah. Um, I've got Yuri under my skin. 
That's all right. one for all the uh, yeah. fans of cosmonauts there. Ray in Edinburgh, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. Um, uh, Motti's gone now, Gab, but Gab Cancello's been in touch. Uh, does Motti know that Perry Groves accused him of nicking his jelly babies during the match while he was on Sunday breakfast? So uh, apparently Perry's turned up with a lot of notes, more notes than Motti, mm. and Motti's been robbing his jelly babies. Well, That's not... the fourth jelly baby I've had this <laughs> afternoon, <laughs> keep, he would have been saying. They keep you going. Now, that uh, banner yesterday that flew over, United fans flew over. Yeah. The uh, ground turf more. Yeah. Uh, Ed Woodward, a specialist in failure. Honestly, that was a bigger waste of money than Fred. Yeah. What a waste of money. What's the point of that? What, Fred or the banner? No, the, both. Oh, no, okay. the banner. Yeah. Fred will come good, I think. But the okay. banner, I mean, absolutely stupid, really. Yeah, it's got limited use now, hasn't it, really, I would well, it's say. It's not going to have any effect, like everybody <laughs> said. You know, he's sort of, you know, the, 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 he makes a fortune for the owners. They're not going to get rid of him, I promise you. It doesn't yeah. matter how many banners you get. Uh, uh, the Daily Star with their fantastic uh, scare stories yeah. and weather reports. Honestly, Turkey Sizzler is the headline today. Wow. Britain set for a scorcher right up to Christmas. So honestly, we'll be putting prawns on the barbie. Really? <laughs> yeah. We'll be going we have to like an beach. Aussie Christmas. <laughs> That's not going to happen, is it? And then you wrong. imagine it, December the 2nd, Ice Age. Ice Age, yeah. Mammoth spotted in Bridlington. <laughs> It'll be a bit of that one. It will be. Uh, in the star. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Rita Ora, she's in the paper. Oh, God, that's, that's not news, is it? That's just yeah. a statement of fact. Big story. Uh, she did a gig in Northampton. Who knew? And uh, she's got blue eyebrows. Who knew? Where did she? Where does she play in Northampton? Where's, is there a mega dome in Northampton? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, we just said she did a gig in Northampton. Oh, okay. Well, if you're just bringing us basic facts, Andy, I don't really <laughs> well, let, see the point. <laughs> yeah, we don't apply that standard. No, that's very oh, true. Let me just see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Uh, yes, Rita Ora has never been the shy retiring type, but that's right. true. That's what it says Which is why she chose this bra-flashing outfit for a gig in Northampton. It didn't oh. actually That say. could have earned her a club water bottle if she knew <laughs> Benetophobia. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. What a perfect bit of symmetry there. Yeah, that's what... Well, maybe a, possibly a club key ring. It depends how many he's got left. I'll have to have a word with my suppliers, Rita. Then if I, I, mean, I only bring a small... I don't bring the old club shop. Just a small selection. This is it. I think Tony Pulis will be suddenly very interested, won't he? <laughs> With his Bournemouth connections back in the day. That's a good result for them against Leeds, wasn't it? They've got a draw there. It wasn't. Nicely <laughs> pulled back to football. <laughs> That's right. A tremendous draw for them, as you draw yeah, analogies. He's rubbing off on me. Benix take a take with a inflatable thing. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. We mentioned earlier on that uh, Juan Luque plays for Lincoln uh, and was in a uh, video, a little promotional advert with Lionel Messi. He mm. wasn't, you could just see his legs, basically. Yeah. He knows it's him, but no one else does, just the legs. And you've been telling us about uh, some of the body parts that have featured, or maybe small cameos you've had uh, with exalted names. I was an extra in one, uh, one series uh, called uh, The Waterfront Beat in Liverpool. Uh, I used the false name of John Barnes because it was extra work. The family sat round to watch, and all they showed was my leg walking out. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Call yourself John Barnes. <laughs> uh, my mate was once in a scene from this show, Super Grand, says uh, Roy Fish. Uh, he was a baby, and his parents were visiting somewhere on the west coast of Scotland that it was being filmed. They got in the background, walking along, pushing the pram. Lovely little cameo there oh, in Super yeah, Grand. Very nice. And in the early 90s, says Andy, I went to school in Croydon, and there's a scene in the bill where PC Reg Hollis chases someone through the Whitgift shopping centre, and I'm sat on a bench in the background. And he plays that back. He's worn that little bit of tape <laughs> out. Definitely. Oh, yeah, Reg Hollis. Yeah, I remember him, yeah. <laughs> Sounds a bit like Ken Bates, but a much younger like, version of Ken Bates. He did yeah. sound like Ken Bates. Oh, yeah. 
Mm. Uh, there was a report on the uh, the funeral of Aretha Franklin, the great uh, soul singer, of course, and uh, they uh, they met, they did this in the report. They said Barbara Streisand, Tony Bennett, the Jackson family, Elton John, Mariah Carey, Rod Stewart, and Diana Ross were among stars who could not attend. I think so was I, but I don't get a mention. Yeah, well, I, let's be honest, you probably wouldn't have been invited. <laughs> I would probably you? wasn't actually. No. And uh, this is interesting because uh, a lot of people think bullfighting, and they may well be right, is a pretty cruel sport. Yeah, I think they may well be yeah, right. Really, it's just been an, if I mean, you're, if you're a bull, you're not happy about it. It's well, it's it's a fairly unpleasant watch. It's quite a shock, isn't it, when you turn on um, bullfighting match of the day when you go to Spain and you put the TV on. Oh yes, and it's do, on right? the telly. Yeah, they think, do. Oh my god! I know. Uh, you say to yourself in Spanish. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a, a man of 29 was badly hurt when knocked over by a 550-pound ball yeah. used instead of a bull at a festival in Spain. So instead of using a real-life bull. So they used a ball instead of a bull. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Which would make the running of the bulls like, at Pamploma quite interesting. If you had a 550 Wasn't Patrick Magoo, was it? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. one for the teenagers. Oh, good, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's your demographic. <laughs> so, the prisoner. <laughs> was that on in about 1966? So, uh, <laughs> uh, anything else? The sprinklers went off in the game mm. between uh, Alaves and Espanyol. But uh, they were on a timer, apparently. They mm. had five minutes in the first half. So they're on a timer. Just The players got absolutely soaked and then just had to hang around <laughs> off the side of the pitch. So they went <laughs> off again. It's great. This is top-level football in Spain. This I know. Is going that's, that's very odd, isn't it? Mm. Uh, this text from uh, Lynn in Hessel wrote to the Daily Star. She oh, yeah. said, I've just watched multi-millionaire Serena Williams doing an advert for some kind of mattress on, t- on TV. Not Irving mattress. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. This is one product I certainly won't buy. How much money do people really need? What happens if you actually need a mattress? Are you going to rule hers out completely? Well, it looks like it. it looks like she's made quite the stance, that woman, whoever she is. <laughs> Lynn yeah. in Hessel, not Joan. <laughs> I don't know who Joan is. Um, anything else, Andy? Oh, yes. Oh, OK. A, a yeah. pensioner has a daily bet on the horses. This is just a succession of and finally stories, no, isn't it? It's not, because we've talked about this a lot. OK, go on then. About when people get to 100, they always say it's... All down to porridge. Little nip of whiskey. Little nip of whiskey. Or a daily five-mile walk every day. Daily bowl of porridge. Hang on the parallel bars for an hour. So this yeah, is, this like is that. another one. Sally Reeve, uh, Cecilia, known as Sally, I don't know why. Uh, every day she places a one-pound each-way punt. Uh, she's been... Why huge... does that keep you young? I've no idea. She's it's the walk a... to the bookies. She's been a huge fan of racing since she was a little girl and spends afternoons watching the action on TV. Mm. She can no longer walk to her local uh, oh, betting shop, okay. but gets friend and carer Susie Moore to go for it, even on a Sunday. Right. She, Susie said, I think it's what keeps her alive. It keeps her brain active. And uh, she still lives in Cheltenham in Gloucester. She sits there pouring all over the odds. <laughs> we'll get her on as a guest at Cheltenham or Paddy next year. It's true. Well, well she, she can't get out now, can well, she? Well, we can see. We can send the producer. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll the get the rickshaw. producer to bring her in. This. <laughs> the rickshaw. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure she's an 800-year-old woman piled into a rickshaw, driven by a producer in a town he doesn't know. That sounds like a great it idea. Sounds like a recipe for disaster. It does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Never mind. Um, now, uh, mm. just very quickly, um, Stan Smith. We might try and get him in. What, former tennis, tennis player? player? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, interesting piece yesterday in the Sunday Times. About not Stan Smith, the man, and of course the uh, the top uh, played in the Wimbledon final. Shoe, you're going to talk about the shoe. The shoe. Mm. Um, The book is called "Some People Think I Am a Shoe," which sounds like an Oliver Sacks, doesn't it? Really, but uh, yeah, "Some People Think I Am a Shoe" by Stan Smith is the book because no one knows that he's actually famous for anything but a pair of. That's the title of the book. Some people think I'm a shoe. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's why he's called it. But you know why? Of yeah, well, of course. Because it's this iconic uh, trainer. The white and green. Yeah. Famous I mean, in my Stan youth. Smith. In Adidas my youth. Stan Smith. I was a big fan of the Stan Smith. Oh, it's a, but the it's kids, a classic. The kids today still wear them. They're still very popular, well, aren't they? That's the thing about a classic. It comes back in, into well, fashion. Well, I think the clue's yeah. in the name. But yeah, yeah he's, he's talked about and people. Remember we, we, were in, we interviewed uh, George Foreman. Mm-hmm. And um, he was wandering through an airport somewhere. And uh, the guys were going, hey, look, it's the grill guy. Oh, yeah, never mind the heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> and he said there's a whole generation of people in the States who, who know him from the infomercials yeah. and, the, and the grill. Did make him $160 million. <laughs> so I, I don't think he was complaining he too complaining. much. Um, but, yeah, he, um, he's written a new book called Some People Think I Am a Shoe. Well, we'll so get him in. We'll try and get. Well, we'll do our best. We'll, we'll certainly get him on a decent line from the states if we can, and talk because yeah. he was a brilliant player. Oh, yeah, remember he, that? He, I remember him. He was a really. He won Wimbledon, didn't yeah, he? Did. So seventy one, wasn't it? I can't remember. He beat. Wasn't the year Ken when... Rosewall? Did he beat Ken Rosewall? That one. Oh, right. He did, didn't he? Yeah, because there was that. There was that year when it wasn't professional, and then it suddenly became professional. But it was a year in between when somebody very um, Barry Flat wouldn't know. Somebody wouldn't expect to win it. Won it? But I can't okay. remember. Well, anyway, long time uh, ago. So there. <laughs> So there we are, that was this afternoon's show. And uh, blasphemy, Andy, did for you in Don't Ask Me. Very sad. You got quite a lot of the Funny, others. Isn't it? I just, Spandex I Smith. I could have sat man. there for about a week and still not remembered it. I thought it was a good question, though. It was, it was well good, pitched. No, no, it was well, well pitched. pitched. It was fair enough. I'm not yeah, arguing. Yeah, yeah. Good question. Okay, uh, we'll see you tomorrow from one. Thanks for downloading us. 